Shalom Aleichem, Mishnah Yom is holding in Yevamot, Chapter 8, the last Mishnah in Chapter Ches, Mishnah Vav, Sris Chama, a man who was infertile from birth. As we said yesterday, Chama is the son from when he saw the son, Cohen, and he is a Cohen, Shenosa Bat Yisrael, and he marries a daughter of a regular Yisrael, Machila Batruma. He does allow her to eat Truma. Now, he said back at the beginning of this chapter that a Kohen who becomes uh, sterile from an injury through an active man, a surgery, he could not feed his wife Truma. But in this, Kohen was always in this situation. He may feed her Truma, and he is allowed to marry her. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, oh, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Shimon, they say androgynous. Now, an androgynous is an androgyny, which is Lashon of andro and Gini, which is Greek for male and female. This is a person who is born with both male and female reproductive parts, though typically they do not function and they're not able to reproduce. So an androgynous, who's a Kohen, Shinosa bat Yisrael, and he marries the daughter of Israel, Machila Batruma. He does allow her to eat Truma. So according to this Mishnah, they consider him to be like a Zachar, after a male, after all, he does have male parts, so he can title his wife to eat truma like a regular male Cohen does. Now, it's interesting to note that Bartanura here points out that in this Mishnah, Rabbi holds that an androgynous is considered a zakhar, a male, but there's another teaching where he holds it's not a male or a female, it's a birya bifne atzma, it's like nishtahi nishtaher, it's not one or the other. And if that's the case, then the androgynous would not be able to feed his wife Truma out of the doubt. Now the mission goes on with a related case, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Tumtum. A Tumtum is a person born with a membrane, some sort of layer of skin covering the reproductive organs, so we're really not sure if this is a male or a female or androgynous. But Tumtum Shenikra, that this membrane was torn open or there was a surgery, Venimsa Zachar, and they found out Mazel Tov, it's a boy, after the fact, Lo Yachalotz, cannot even do Chalitza, Mepneshu Kisoris, because he's considered to be a saris, a saris is infertile, and typically the situation was a tumtum who had this birth defect to the reproductive system was also a saris and could not bear children, so they were not really in the running for yibam and chalitza. The mission turns back to androgynous, androgynous no say. An androgynous may marry a woman of all lo nisa, but may, may not be married by a man. As, of course, two men having this type of marital relationship would be biblically prohibited. Abielezer Omer, Abielezer adds, Androgynous hayavin alav skila ki zachar. That if uh, the, illegally a man sleeps with an androgynous, he is liable to be executed through stoning, just as if he had lived with another man. Now, in modern times, such birth defects as androgynous and tumtum do come up. They're, thank God, extremely rare, but of course you need to consult competence, halachic guidance, a qualified rabbi and a qualified uh, urologist and specialist uh, before you make any decisions in this area. Let's go on to Mishnah Tet, Perak Tet, uh, chapter 9. Yesh mutarot l'balehen ve'asurot mehen. There are some women who were allowed to be married to their husbands but are not allowed to marry the surviving brothers of her husband who's deceased in a context of Yibam. So Baruch Hashem, we're back to Yibam, and we're back to the original topic of this Masechta, when Yibam is not really allowed to go through because of an Arias issue, some sort of forbidden marriage issue. 
And the Mishnah goes on with, an, with another category, mutarot liyiv mehen, vesorot lebailehen. Sometimes the woman is allowed to marry the yavam, the surviving brother, but she was not really allowed to marry the husband. Now, there's certain types of marriages that are completely not a marriage at all. For example, a brother and a sister, a man and another married woman. But certain things we're going to see, it's illegal, but if they got married, then yeah, it's a marriage and we want them to end it as soon as possible. So in, 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 that could be such a case. Then the Mishnah goes on with the third category, mutar le'elu le'elu, a regular normal situation where the Yavama, the widow, is allowed to marry the husband, the original husband, and she's also allowed to marry his brother in the context of Yibam. And finally, there's one where the woman should not have married the first husband and also cannot marry his brother. Now, the Mishnah explains the first category. Ve'elu mutar le'elu These are the women who were mutter to marry the first husband. Ve'asurot mehen, But they cannot marry his brother, the first case is a Kohen Hedyot, a regular Kohen, Shinosa et Almana. He marries a widow, which was completely allowed for him to do, the Yeshlo Ah Kohen Godel. But his surviving brother is already the Kohen Godel, and the Kohen Godel may not marry an Almana. So then there'll be no, no mitzvah of Yibam here, the Shunida Chalitza. The next case is a Halal. Now, Halal is a disqualified Kohen. For instance, his father, Mr. Kohen, uh, married a divorcee, which was illegal, and the child, the son from that union, is a halal. He's he's a regular Jewish guy, not a mamzer, but he's a halal. He's disqualified from going to do the avoda in the temple like the rest of the Kohanim. So Shinosa Kishera, he marries a regular Bat Yisrael, Vyeshlo Ach Kasher, but he has another brother, a brother from another mother, who is a regular bona fide Kohen, not a halal. So that person, that the surviving brother, cannot then marry the wife because she had been the wife of a halal, and the wife of the halal, be- halal becomes a halala, who cannot marry a regular Kohen. A third case is Yisrael, Shanasa bat Yisrael, a Jewish boy married a nice Jewish girl, Baruch ach mamzer, but he has a brother, a, a paternal brother, who, you know, through a different situation, a different marriage or relationship, was an illegitimate a mamzer, so then that mamzer is not supposed to marry a regular Jewish girl, the mainstream Jewish uh, population. Or mamzer, shenasa mamzeret, a mamzer married a female mamzer, v'yeshlo ach Yisrael. And he has a brother from another mother who is a regular Yisrael. There too, the mamzeret cannot marry the surviving brother. So the Mishnah sums up at the end, mutarot, the valehen, all of these women were mutter, were allowed to marry the original husband, but when he passes away without children, and there is a possibility of yibum, va'asurot liyivmehen, they cannot marry the surviving brother. Tomorrow, the Mishnah will go on to explicate the other scenarios that we saw in this Mishnah. Yashar kochachem and zaygizult.